0: Happy Friday! It's Friday again. Woo! <laughs> oh, I'm excited to be here. This is a Lift Your Spirits Radio, which comes to you every Friday. And that was my amazing son, Dean Foster, who is attending Berklee College of Music in Boston. And he's got this is his last semester, Benny.
1: Woo Man, time yeah,
0: flies. All
1: right, we'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. We'll give him a round of applause. Good for him. <laughs> Stay strong, young man. Stay strong.
0: <laughs> one more semester and right then be done. he called me last night and he's heading to new york he's got a gig in new york tonight so
2: oh i wish i could there. say something like that oh, i got a gig in new york <laughs> <laughs> sounds so so amazing
0: yeah. <laughs> and he was in la uh, a couple weeks ago so he was having fun down see there. now he's
3: jet
1: setting over to la yeah. oh these kids uh, these yeah. days
0: <laughs> i know he's got friends everywhere which is really great yeah. so
1: super proud he's- of him though
0: yeah, and he's supposed to be releasing a new song, but we'll see what happens. Um, I haven't heard it yet, so. Well, we'll of course, see.
1: artists don't I'll, release their new stuff early. How dare they? I'll
0: send it over when I get it. I'd love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you.
0: Whenever that comes out. Sure. So for those of you that don't know, my name's Cassandra Adeline, and after overcoming my own health challenges, naturally, I work to provide valuable health options so you can make the best choices for your life. My background is in herbology, naturopathy, psychology, energy work, and meditation, and you can learn more about what I do at TrueHealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. And thank you so much for joining Benny and I today. We're fortunate today to have someone else with us, too. We've got Life Coach Grace Bell. Hi, Grace. Hello. I'm so
3: happy to be here. Yeah,
0: this is awesome. So uh, let's see. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself.
3: Sure. So, yeah, I've been doing this, um, you know, coaching and actually I'm a um, licensed mental health therapist, um, certified counselor, certified counselor in Washington state in the United States. And I've been working in this field since full time, since 2013 and really since about 2004 or five ish, Um, got a master's degree in 1996. So there's been a long uh, journey and full career of, um, you know, therapeutic healing modality. And my main work has wound up narrowing and focusing on self-inquiry, like really um, uh, mindfulness, you know, the depth of even spiritual self-inquiry, many different traditions and philosophies hold that. And um, I was trained in a modality called the work of Byron Katie which is a form of that. And, um, mm-hmm. we can talk about that more, but yeah, that began to get so popular and so um, powerful for people that that's what I really started to use, um, full time. So mm-hmm. that that's, uh, when I began to use only that and work with people all over the world and doesn't matter where you are these days. It never did actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah like when COVID came, it was like, this is no different because I work yeah. with people, Zoom all the time. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, I, I just absolutely love it. Like, you know, groups and individuals and retreats in person and mm-hmm. um, a lot of staying in this work. It never gets old. It's always very interesting, very fascinating, very expanding.
0: Yeah, when you start deep in
3: our uh, um, searching into, you know, the different int-
0: intricacies of everyone. I mean, everybody's so unique and, and oh, puzzle fits together is just
3: amazing, right? Yeah, human beings so- are fascinating. <laughs> 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 they are. They I
0: agree, and I learn so much from them every day. Yes, yes.
3: Um,
0: so tell people how they can get a hold of you, just so we have that out there.
3: Oh, good. Yeah, I'm at workwithgrace.com. That's my website, Work with Grace, and um, I'm in Seattle. So I do retreats in the Pacific Northwest, and um, usually everything that I'm offering is on that website, is, is somewhere on my website. But it's great to get on the mailing list because then I will announce. I'll say, hey here's the dates for summer retreat or whatever it is I'm doing or whatever program I'm offering. So that's a simple and easy thing to do. And I tend to write examples and, um, you know, little ideas around I called somebody named them grace notes at some point. And I'll just, <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Them. I love that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, how did you get into all this? Oh gosh, that is a awesome question. Boy, you know, I really, it was with suffering and struggle. I mean, felt horrible in my 20s. Um, I I went off to college all, you know, ready to go and oldest of four in my family and kind of I'm the adventuring out of the house and something happened in that first year of college as a freshman where um, there was a lot of, there's just so much uncertainty and I had I, it was. It came as a very big surprise in many ways. Um, I thought I was sort of on track and doing what I was doing, and and very mental about things, and very determined, even though I didn't necessarily know exactly what I was going to major in. And it was just a huge existential crisis. I also was developing eating obsession, like eating issues, eating disorder, disordered eating. I I think of that as a symptom. Um, not so much as a specific, you know, unique problem. It could have been anything, but that was sort of a, a getting in there as a way to cope with everything that was happening. And I just um, partway through the year on one inexplicable day, like got on an airplane, like looked ha- took the final amount of my bank account for like what I had available to me. I worked as a waitress in this little town, a small liberal arts college, and I uh, booked a one-way flight and I got on an airplane and went, just went back home and shut up at my parents' house and they were like, Oh, what are you doing here? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the beginning of like, just a major left turn in my life. And I started a lot of seeking. Mm -hmm. And and that led me, I mean, it was like, well, let's get her into therapy and let me go to this meditation place and um, I need to learn how to meditate and calm down. And let me go to 12 step meetings, uh, you know, and many things were incredibly helpful and very interesting. But a whole world opened up of like, what is going on in the mind and in your emotions? It's that's really important and I haven't paid much attention to that so far. And obviously yeah. that's so important. I can't do the other things I thought I was gonna do because of how important this is. So yeah. 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 And I just kept following the the breadcrumbs in a way, the trail of what like, wow, that's really interesting. Oh, that's helpful. You know, sometimes you can get a little into like endlessly seeking
0: That's true, Let's yes see what
3: the next yeah. thing is, yeah. you know. Um <laughs> and and ultimately there is something around no longer needing to find the right modality or the right thing or the right, the best, and just to feel at home with the self, just truly feeling at home with yourself. So that's what I like to see and bring with people that I work with is what is, what is preventing feeling at home with yourself and what are we doing here? And I, boy, I sure didn't. I was just like, you know, frantic. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I appreciate you uh, framing it that way because I think, you know, people get lost a lot, uh, obviously, in, in, in this lifetime, and they don't realize that there's all these other um, modalities. You don't just have to take a pill.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: There's yeah. all these other, and that's what I try to do on this show, right, is show people, hey, right. all these other amazing ways of getting healthy, and you just have to find the the best one for you, and you you, know, you mentioned three right off the top of your head, right, that you did. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that those are the three you should choose. It just means, hey, there's three more (laughs) that uh, are available. And, um, you know, find what works for you. What works for you right now might not work for you in five years. Right. It's Exactly. searching. And and then I I like also what you said that you don't have to get stuck in that. You can move past that once you get what you need, you can get to that next level. And then um, and then if you need additional, there's other tools out there as well for the next level. Right. Whatever that is for you.
3: In fact, even something that is quite probably healthy and 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 steady and stable is something that you're going to be, you know, doing and then moving beyond. Like, isn't something that would be, you know, this there's this phase or this something or a modality, something that you do uh, that you would um, find yourself in a new place. That's of he- anything that's saying you have to do this for the rest of your life. I think in some ways, yes, yeah, you, you might want to question or, or, it doesn't mean not having a thread of connection with something for the rest right. of your life, like people who would, would practice a religion, of course, but it, it will be developing. It will be growing, and then you'll have a new perspective of the way it looks, and something different will happen. You'll know, go like, oh, that's what this meant, or that's what's happening here. And so it's just a constant you know, expansion and new learning and creativity with however it is you're exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. That's exactly
0: yeah. what I would say. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, so how do you, when you work with people, how is it different than other life coaches or other therapists?
3: Uh, well, often the the term with coaching is that you're, you know, I love it that it came from sports coaching. So we're trying to get peak performance. And that's where the modality came into being with peak performance in leadership or management or life 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 coaching and um i actually don't even though i say coach or you know therapist kind of you know somebody who's a facilitator of people's um you know great lives that are you know how interesting their their exploration um i'm actually it's sort of the opposite around um peak performance because to me that's sort of got this attitude you know very mental attitude that you're you've got an image of what you need to succeed and uh, it doesn't bring people always very at home with themselves it doesn't mean i'm not excited to be on the playing field and do the best i can like wow how competitive to be in there and you know want to win the game um for the joy of it for the joy of playing Uh, So it's just a very different attitude than a lot of a lot of coaching is like, well, we're going to work on this area and this area, this area, and we're going to be constantly moving towards improvement. And I'd say I'm kind of more um, on uncovering or like wiping away what's there so that what is left the raw material that you are already is just, oh, here it is. I'm I feel settled. This is me. This is it. I don't have to change to be happy I don't have to be a different person to be at peace with myself so it's kind of a different
0: you know how beautiful is that yeah yeah and so it sounds like you're more like you're peeling away the onion of expectations and shoulds and you know all that that people uh, get placed on us as we're growing up right yes yes
3: yes there's so many ideas aren't there about like this is what success is you know you yeah. do this yeah. this this and this and then you're going to be oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't mean you don't do them but it's uh can you where how's you, how are you most likely to get to these yeah. places that are of accomplishment it's to feel excited and joyful the way you are right now and i kind of like it's this funny thing it's okay to be mediocre <laughs> yeah
0: Well, and everybody's, to me, everyone's definition of success could be completely different, right? Yeah. 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 And so figuring figuring that out for yourself so that, and then how do you take where you're at and put, you know, get into that, whatever that definition is for yourself.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any disconnect here with like, I see that vision and I'm not doing it, which is um, like one of the things that I'm. Um, as you know already, but I'll let everybody know that I love, um, of course, because of my original sense of noticing my own symptom of like sort of disordered eating, emotional eating, that's what was going on for me. um, That now I love working with people on compulsive behavior because it looks so counter to the self. It looks like it's you're you're doing something why am i doing this thing that doesn't work for me i don't want to be doing that but to look at all the subliminal and subconscious um reasons for doing it and they don't seem so obvious they're not on the surface that's one of my favorite things to uncover like let's just assume you are doing it for good reasons you are like this is sort of nature showing up and working its medicine the best way you can, considering, you know, you're kind of blind to some things. (laughs) So it's got to get your attention some way Um, that, and then to explore that and, and in awareness, you know, it starts to relax. It, it really does. It kind of, people can make shifts. Well, I'm that there's no control is needed. No, you know, um, rah, rah coaching or kind of willpower or pushing it's, just, um, relaxing into being totally feeling normal, you know, like a normal human when it comes to like food and eating or using anything or substance abuse or any of that kind of stuff you just, you know, find your, find how peaceful it is. And none of those things are necessary.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, especially, you know, since we just had the new year and everything and people are, you know, getting new diets, new exercise, all that kind of stuff. and. But when I listen to people, and, and I'm a feeler, right? So I, I clear sentience, I feel everything that everybody does, well, and uh-huh. it's, and I hear, and when they say things like, "Oh, I'm going to go on a new diet," or "Oh, I'm going to change this," or oh, and it always feels so forced to me, like you mentioned, you know, pushing, yeah, yeah, like trying yeah. to cram themselves into this box, you know, into this tube, <laughs> almost. Yes. Where they are going to be constrained, and it's like, oh my gosh, that sounds so
3: painful. <laughs> right. There, uh, it's you know, unfortunately there's a lot, and we'll do it with you know like like if I'm having trouble with um, drinking or smoking, yeah. I'm just going to go to one cigarette a day, or I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make rules and management regulations, and no, you know, no drinking on Mondays, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. all these rules, and uh, in a way, it's like, well, what is actually happening? Why? Are, what's what's going on that I would think that I want to overdo it, you know, like, like, why is that appealing? What's happening there? It's very interesting how the mind is so powerful that it can make something look really, really desirable. And it looks just so like a, like a relief almost. It's like calming down. And i I love exploring that because then it'll be like, huh, I wonder why I think I need to calm down or sweeten up the moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, you're listening to True Hope with Cassard Lean on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more from life coach and therapist Grace Bell.
1: Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit EarthSanctuary.org or The Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Thinking about getting away for a day or an overnight stay? Pristine Pacific Northwest Island beauty is closer and more affordable than you may think. From unspoiled hills to uncrowded Puget Sound shoreline, from wildlife and stately evergreen forests to bald eagles and blue herons, Whidbey and Camino Islands have it all. They're both located in Puget Sound and are an easy drive from either Seattle or Vancouver, B.C. Both islands are accessible by bridge, and each island is a wonder of nature and scenic beauty to be enjoyed by the entire family. To visit this classic Pacific Northwest experience, visit whidbeycamanoislands.com or like them on Facebook to see all they have to offer you'll discover that island time is just a short drive away and can be affordably yours this weekend. Whitby and Camado Islands, the shortest distance to far away. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Back, thank you for joining us again this morning. You're listening to True Health with Cassandra Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio, and today we are talking with life coach slash therapist Grace Bell. Yes. <laughs> I <get> Grace. I'm <laughs> good. Oh, so, um, I am excited to hear. You have some client stories that you are you said you could share with us. Um, some yeah. Of how you work cool. with people and what what's happened, so that people can understand how you might be able to help them.
3: Yeah, well, you know, one that I uh, thought of kind of with respect to what we were just speaking about, like, you know, compulsion or self-sabotage of any kind where human beings are doing something that they wish they weren't doing and like what what's happening there. Um, and I just love working with people on all of this. But um, what comes to mind specifically around uh-huh. the food and eating issue is was working with a woman who had a lot of obsessive thinking around food and if it was going right and controlling herself and doing lots of dieting and then going off the diet you know binge eating and very kind of extreme up down like a roller coaster ride and um she was a mom of a five-year-old and then one day this five-year-old and we're doing a lot of self-inquiry work It's like um the kind of self-inquiry work I do is like the, one of the first questions is, is that true? What you're thinking is real or the meaning that you're putting on whatever's happening, is that actually the truth, you know, like the absolute truth for all time? And, you know, that can bring up some conversation, some interesting reflection. And anyway, she, so she'd been doing that for a little while and this um, amazing question, who would you be without your story? Who would you be if you didn't have that thought? What would that be like? Using your kind of imagination for, you know, more open, open open-minded, I don't know mind, like the I don't know Zen mind space. So she'd been used to that and practicing it. And then she, her five-year-old had this screaming, raving tantrum in the middle of the kitchen about not getting a cookie. And it was like, in in the conversation that we had, she realized that was like her own. It's exactly what she was like on the inside. Oh wow! She had it like displayed right in front of her in the form of her <laughs> own kid. And the thoughts that she had immediately in that moment that came out from the unconscious and the surface was, she absolutely has to shut this down. She feels furious. Like you, you're you know you're going to your room. You're getting at it, like either total control like a dictator or just give her the cookie so that right. she. You know, yeah, that's what we do. It's like, I'm either going to lock you away and you're they'll yeah. be punished. And I hope you feel ashamed for what you're doing here or here's the cookie so that you stop. But, you know, yeah. and she was like, oh, I've always looked at these are my options. Maybe there's another way. <laughs> maybe, <you> know, <laughs> maybe maybe it can look different because she had more she could see ha- have more compassion for her own inner five year old. Mm -hmm. I was screaming about that like maybe what's happening there that the kid the inner child is demanding and feels like they just won't live unless they have this thing they're just like it's just very human to have like a huge I have to have it I want it and I won't be able to live without it but then you can start to question that like you just see that thing that's kind of visceral like in the limbic lizard brain you know survival mechanism brain, then you can kind of have a more, you know, higher, higher end vision or view or perspective that we all have too, that we're all like the wisdom within that's going like, okay, wait, am I, am I going to be okay? And can I look and see what's happening here? And is there a way to just be with this thing that wants, and maybe there's something else that I want instead. And maybe there's another way to work with this so that I feel like safe instead of just you know, sent to my room or get whatever I want, which isn't really what the kid wants, you know? Remember right. Anyway, it was just, there was so much um awareness and then she started not having so much fear around her own cravings. She just really liked the fears started to diminish around if a craving appeared, it was like, oh my God, I shouldn't have this craving. Oh my God, so. Think of something positive, think of something, you know, don't yeah. do that. You're not going there. We're not going there. You know, it was more <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. it was um there was just so, so much less fear. I love that. Yeah, have you ever heard that um fear, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real? H-A-L. Yeah. I love that. Um, and she just started mm-hmm. to see you know, there was a whole history of ideas around eating the cookie. It was like, it's a crime, it'll make you fat, it's the worst thing that ever happened. Um, It's dangerous if you do gain weight, like you can can question those kinds of stories. And it doesn't mean if you question them that you're just resigning, laying on the floor. I guess I'll just be, you know, a fat, happy person, you know, or something. (laughs) No, you go, that's all the way, that's swinging all the way to the other side. Right. just seeing, if we're applying lots of thinking to any problem without like bringing in the heart and all parts of ourselves and all, you know, the body we often like, at least if you're like me, I want to ignore the body. Let's just, let's just leave life up to the mind (laughs) to to kind of like sort things, you know, analyze everything with the head, (laughs) right? uh, you know, just to kind of bring the full human self there. And I, I mean, sometimes I love the simple question, like this is what Byron Katie, my mentor, who was sort of the person that saw that simple way of doing self-inquiry. Um, she would she'd ask people from time to time when she's doing the work with them, she'd say, are you OK? Like in the moment, if you're imagining that moment that looked like you're so against it and it's wrong and or there you are in the presence of food or your substance of choice or the thing, you know, the pack of cigarettes or whatever it is that you're trying are you okay? Like to really look at it and get to know it and see unless your mind is giving power to all of that, you really are okay. It's just a thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, the book sitting on my desk. It's no, it's just that there's a lot of, and the mind is very powerful. And so it'll conjure up a lot of um, imagery and fear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm That's like, great.
0: That's great that she was so aware to see that. I think so yes. many people are disconnected. And all of these things, like you mentioned, are happening around them. And they don't, they don't understand that they're all connected.
3: That they're seeing exactly. It. Yes. It's, and it's I think it's from her doing, doing it for a little bit, like yeah. kind of being, huh, right. I'm, oh, that might not have been true the way I was seeing it or. You know somebody has a look on their face and you think what that mean what did that mean do they not like me am i rejected you know whatever your little propensities are it's kind of kicks off something in the survival brain and uh she had been doing that for a little bit enough where she started to see oh this yeah just just the conditioning you know the condition like what she was seeing were her options and then then that just the awareness alone Begins right. to make things shift.
0: Well, and I think it's important uh, for listeners to know too that, you know, it's different for everybody, right? Sometimes totally. people have quick responses and sometimes it takes longer. Yes. You know, it depends not just on the conditioning, but where they are in their life and what they're doing. And, and like you said, the example, some it seems like sometimes I get. Um, examples coming at me. And I'm like, I have no idea what that means, you know, and I'm trying really hard to figure it out and feel what it is. And, and then I'll yeah. find out weeks later, you know, exactly. <laughs> oh,
3: <what> that meant. <laughs> there you go. That's so true. That's a really, that's a very kind um, thing that of you to notice just that there's a, each person has their own unique awareness and journey. And you can't, if you can't really do it wrong, like just right. trusting your own, process in some way that's immensely what this is about it's like just trusting your own it's like a uniqueness and also you're you're the same as you're a human being just like everybody else is a human being and you're you have a unique path and um all of it's okay you know
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's not meant to be judged along the way it's meant to be explored it's meant to be you know be curious about it the more curious you can be about it i think the more information you're going to get
3: Oh, yeah. Boy, the medicine of curiosity is incredible, right? Like, huh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what that is. You know, I wonder what's happening to do that instead of like, oh, I hate that that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's no. a completely
0: different perspective, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you Good know, job. I know really, really difficult things happen for people in lives, but they say in Buddhism, you know, that's one of the tenets of life is that it, brings on suffering i mean things happen that our minds say i don't like that you know that's a threat and of course that's to be alive that happens but you know it's interesting that also at the same time you know paradoxically anything that's ever happened that is a threat is now over Mm -hmm. it is over and um except for my thinking getting conjured up again you know or whatever is happening there I really am okay right now. And look how, you know, like I've survived every every one hundred percent of the time I have survived everything I've ever been through that looks super dangerous and like terrible, you know. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and someday the body will die. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. But why
0: not uh take that and change perspective so that you can have a, a good day today or a good week or, or yes. whatever. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. The the sweet thing about that is like um, we're different from therapy, like a little self-inquiry and mindfulness is or it can be different from therapy, you know, in a way is we don't really have to go over every single thing that has ever happened or like keep digging and digging and digging into what's already over the past. I mean, you can just begin to have a new feeling or a different feeling. Or, like, a curious um, sense of life now in this moment. Now, Um, I mean, sometimes people that's sometimes people get into that, like, I need to analyze (laughs) everything, you know, my entire history and my whole (laughs) life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I also think that um, the other piece of that, too, at least that I've experienced, is sometimes you think you need to know the answer to everything. And you, right. you, really, you really don't, I mean, there's going to be mysteries and I could think of so book. many examples. I love of, that. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's like, you really don't need to know all of that. And some of yeah. it is my business, right? Probably, yes. but, um, uh, but, uh, yeah. but, but just knowing that I'm okay without having to figure all that out, that I can move on. Yes, yes,
3: uh, yeah, so. yeah. And it's amazing, like I've done the work with people where they have something very traumatic or difficult that happened. And maybe it's in a fairly distant past, like they're dealing with some childhood trauma and you can sit and imagine like the mind does anyway, you, you remember it. And then your body feels it as if it's happening, you know, maybe not 100% like it was at the time, but you know, you can get anxious and, yeah. um, and then by, by sitting there in curiosity and kind of relaxing with whatever's happening in the moment, you realize I can, I can, um, I don't know, kind of bring some healing, like a, it's almost like life is like a hologram, um, you know, from this future self that I am now into that old past and just sort of let it, let it settle. And I don't have to be constantly like a victim of that thing that happened. I can realize, you know, how, how I did survive and I'm a survivor and I'm I am okay and there are things that are intact about my life force and who I am and I'm I, I'm able to love and you know just it's it's cool what can be seen with that you know with just inquiring into the moment like we'll you know really get worked up into because that happened I will never be happy again yeah is yep. it true if you want it to be (laughs)
0: right yeah I see people stuck in uh, the victim mode um a lot where they and even even I think people try to commiserate with others by putting themselves there too
3: well that's yeah yeah that really happens doesn't it right my own mind yeah yeah Yeah. and that's very innocent it's yeah yeah oh yeah totally yeah, I'm not like oh, oh my God, I got to fix that about myself. No, no, I mean it's just very innocent to um, yeah. kind of take the weight off of me and say yeah, and then get connection by talking about the terrible things and
0: you know. Yeah, like, and it's not meant as judgment. It's just I'm just right. you know, an observation, right? How yeah, how people um, fall into that and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think people realize how powerful their words are and their actions
3: are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really are. So. And yeah, so it's, it is quite something to just kind of look at, um, I guess, you know, the, the way the mind works and just sort of tap into and um, in, in the work that I do and the mindfulness and work and that, that, that amazing question, who would you be without your story to have people see, huh, I'm, who am I right now without my story? Like what's here without a lot of mental activity? And that's who, it's it's who we are. It's who I am, like a life force. Like there's another example, you're asking about clients. There's a woman uh-huh. for some reason I'm thinking of that's popped in my mind now who yeah. had a lot of tr- childhood trauma and was in um, foster situations and uh-huh. with a parent for a while. And and I remember she, she was looking as if she was there. She was like, she had a, a scene and an image that was like, this is, this horrendous thing that happened and she had it, you know, her, her imagery about it. Like she could see it. She could be in the room. She could be, be where she was and see all that, that happened. But to like go back there and kind of um, allow that, allow herself to see instead of the horror of it. And we're not trying to smash down or like push away or like lock away the horror of it. Cause that's, was there and that's right there, you know, that, yes. Okay. Um, but just to see the surviving, the part that was okay, no matter what her mind was doing and that something also settled down, like, you know, there was, um, going to school the next day and, um, the life went on obviously, because there she was now as an adult doing this work and then she moved here and then she moved there and there was, there was that life, had a support within it, you know, that it, it it looked like hard things happened, but there was a thread of just um, however the movement looked that was about you know living and being and surviving and um, expanding. And now she was in this safe, amazing place and had lived in the same house and had the same career for a long time and, you know, supported herself. And so look at how much had happened, you know. It had gone, you know, it hadn't caused a terrible life.
0: Mm, Yeah. Amazing, huh?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Even the simple thing of like that, the whole incident had a, if you beginning, middle and end, had a certain amount of minutes. Uh Or even if something like you were in an abusive situation of child is an abusive situation, it's not constant abuse. Like a lot of times people will say when they have the eating issues, oh, I've had eating issues for 40 years. I've just been constantly eating for 40 years. Well, that's not really true. You've know, you had episodes and no doubt you've had this pain and this up, you know, the fluctuation and what's going on with the body and all that. But there's many moments when food hasn't even been on your mind. You've been asleep. You've been busy with other things. There's, you know, the mind will get very dramatic. Yeah. about whatever it is how it's seeing something
0: well and they wear it as like a badge of honor almost too you know oh yeah 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 i have this problem
3: (laughs) yeah this was my problem
0: this is yeah yeah. it's like they're trying to i don't know be special or get attention from it and it's like there's so what what is disheartening to me is that they are so much more than that and to just negate it with that one label is sad
3: yeah yeah it's who i am now Yeah. yeah maybe it isn't right it is your experience You've, you're having yes. that experience so no, but you're right yeah yeah, yeah. So, so remind people how they can get a hold of you grace well they can get a hold of me at going to workwithgrace.com there's my website and usually gets updated with whatever i'm offering but i'm yeah, i'm in seattle i'm grace at workwithgrace.com you can email me and uh, i'm after the pandemic i started doing in person retreats again i used to do oh, five retreats a year
0: great so this is casara deline from true health and you can reach me at truehealth.com and you're listening to true health with casara deline on lift your spirits radio and we'll be speaking more with grace after this short respite it's kind of weird saying goodbye
1: Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kassara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit TrueHealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com and schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you
2: To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Organic, free range, and fresh daily. Alternative talk, eleven
0: fifty. Oh, it's so clear, can you see? It's all And that was Dean again. <laughs> My amazing son. Welcome back. You're listening to True Health by Kassara on Lift Your Spirits Radio, and we're talking about making peace with eating with Grace Bell and you have a lot of events so can you tell us about those
3: yeah so um I've, you know it's it's fun i of course all events stopped in person uh-huh. during the great pandemic that we all experienced and now <laughs> yeah. it took a little while because so many venues were gone like one place that i taught at twice a year in oregon um it it was, it's gone. I mean, it, 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 it shut down. Um, so I had to kind of search and hunt for new things. So, but I had my first in-person retreat in, in Seattle at Bastyr University. Oh, right it's on. A fantastic venue. It was so great because yes. people can stay in the little old, the seminary dorms. They're like uh-huh. they're cool from the 1950s, but they're very, you know, got uh, fixed up and they're kind of kitsch and they're pretty cool. And uh uh-huh. it was wonderful. It was a great retreat. Very close to my house where I live. So that was fantastic. And I do these one day things in Seattle. Um, we just had one here, right in my office, um, which is a backyard building in my home, near my, you know, in the backyard of my house. So uh-huh. that was very fun. And we just do the work all day. You know, it's just a gathering of people. It's like a one day retreat. But those are the in person things. And um, mostly I do programs online, on Zoom, where groups meet together and gather. And I am I do a program called Eating Peace Experience once a year. Mm-hmm. And it's starting January 29th. So it's starting really soon. And we oh, wow. Five months. And it's really an immersion into the thinking and feeling behind Off Balance Eating. Like looking and looking at it so that you actually, you know, be change your desire. Your, you change your desire to eat. Like, so what's going on there? Just like we've been talking about what is happening with this whole conflict and understanding that better rather than just making rules because then you just get into super deprivation or rebel yeah you know all that but but still you want to make a shift so how to do that kind of um gently and kindly and with unconditional love about all parts of yourself and so that's what we all do together so it doesn't even matter what people come when they might have a whole bunch of weight to lose or they might come and they have zero weight to lose it doesn't that's not the end goal it's more like peace with food that's why I call it eating peace because if you have eating peace you're going to balance you're going to balance out to um, a natural weight you just are yeah so it's It's, good
0: yeah I think the um, I think you know having that mindset is so huge I think I mean, I've just seen so many amazing things with, um, with clients and with myself. You know, using different tools that I have over the past, you know, forty years or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing to me that um, how you know releasing that, uncovering all that, you know, just changes not just your behavior and your relationship with food, but it also just changes your body structure. You know how, yeah. and and then just getting sleep and. And, um, you know, doing all of those, there's like little simple things that people do that, that just allow you to be healthier and, and have a different relationship with, um, with food and and making peace with, I love that, you know, that connection that you provide.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, just making peace with the whole, with, with food and eating and food as it appears and the flow of it in and out. And then just noticing how it came along is often because of, disruption about other things that have nothing to do with food sometimes it's like you know sometimes like I went on my first diet at 14 with my mother and then deprivation is entered the picture and then of course there's a body reaction to I don't like that and so it wants to kind of like swing the opposite direction so you're in that swinging around of control and deprivation and so just to relax just relaxing relaxing with life, but sometimes it's uh, yeah. people really get into some of the other things that are why my life looks like I need to sweeten it up. You know, if I'm eating all the time or whatever it is that I'm looking at and then, you know, just watching that and relaxing around that and kind of making shifts that, you know, what do I really need? What do I really want?
0: Or what are you burying? Right. I think
3: some people. Yes. Yes.
0: They need to say something they need to feel something whatever you know fill in the blank right
3: (laughs) exactly yeah what am i suppressing and wanting to sedate you know (laughs) and uh yeah have that be it's okay if that's out and it doesn't mean it's going to take over my life you know we'll get so afraid sometimes with all that but yeah um, yeah so i love teaching that and i love um oh for it is something like 13 years i've had the year of inquiry that's from september to june and it's just people that get together and want to do self-inquiry mindfulness work and we have a different topic every single month like money relationships body you know hurt and fear shame and we just go through the whole year and uh look at it and gather together on zoom everything's on on zoom but people get really close and you know it's fun to what you know what are you noticing about thought you know, how does thought work, and how do our minds get so involved, and how can um you know we just not necessarily have to be against thought, but see what else is here, mm-hmm. like you know, heart and body and what's okay, kind of uh, not having to add or subtract any anything like just be so certain we have to add or subtract things to our life and just sort of be in the more than the don't know place, yeah, yeah.
0: So you have um, that and then the other event coming up and then you have a free class on your website also, right? Yes,
3: I do. Yeah. Anybody can go when you go to workwithgrace.com like right on that landing page. It says something like, you know, it's a it's a free seven day course or seven steps into just actually following along, experiencing this modality of doing the work of Byron Katie, as it's known but it's a, this self-inquiry practice. So just taking something you, and everybody gets to try, you can, you sign up and you get an email every day, but there's also a link that just shows all of them. So you can kind of go through all seven steps. And I just share in a simple way how you do it. And then everybody gets to do it. Like you think of something that you don't like in your life. Okay, great, I got that, you know? And then I just have you follow the steps and see what happens and um and people write me back sometimes and go like oh my god that was amazing and they just did it by themselves <laughs> right 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 that's awesome yeah awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fun
0: that's cool and then you also offer uh one-on-one sessions with people as well right? i do
3: yes so same thing on on my website is a scheduling link but i do work regularly with people one-on-one some people just prefer that they don't necessarily want to be in a class or a group or you know an the year of inquiry yeah. the piece that's not their thing and um so i love that we just do work sessions that are usually an hour and i i have i i will do um weekend immersions like we call them intensives with people and They might fly here or come stay someplace nearby and then just come over to my cozy, beautiful little backyard office in Seattle and spend like whole Friday evening, all day Saturday and half the day Sunday with me. And so sometimes I just, we would really just dig into the work and kind of do an intensive and sometimes that's what works for people. And um, I love doing that. Boy, you really get to just, I just spend time with people like we might even go you know, eat food somewhere together or in the neighborhood or, you know, go on a walk and, and come back and keep going and maybe take a little break and then kind of relax and just, you know, bring all the questions about life. So I like doing that too. It's really sweet.
0: That's great. And then on your,
3: um, you have like a,
0: a newsletter kind of that comes out. I know yes. different types of emails. Can you explain
3: yeah, yeah, that's a that's good. I know I do. <laughs> There's different types. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> mostly the general email is grace notes, and I'll just kind t- kind of share upcoming events, and then often write about an example, like either a client or some um, thought I noticed, and then I'll question it, kind of like right in front of everybody, you know, writing. I'll just write it, and that's the general news. But there are people that have signed up for will sign up for only like eating peace. news and they can do that. And um, and really those two mainly, like sometimes there's little subsets for people in programs, but, you know, mainly they can. I say getting on grace notes. I don't I don't I write a couple times a week. So it's not uh, crazy often. It's not I used to do it every single day at the very beginning. Wow. I always did like a little essay, a little note, a little self inquiry process every single day so they don't then that just slowed itself down <laughs> yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I, I noticed you brought provide a lot of information in there so you know i think people can you know yeah. see things that oh that you know certain things resonate with them and then yes they about it and it's nice to have it in your inbox because then you can I, I put them in yeah bulk so i can go back and look at it and
3: yeah that is the absolute best way to know anything that's going on with me like some people say I heard you were having a retreat and i'm looking on your website i can't find it and that is not uncommon with somebody that offers so many different things like me they're like where do i go what's happening you know (laughs) and so the way you get most updated with something's open and now it's available and so before it sells out or whatever is just being on the regular mailing list of grace notes and everyone can do it like on that Homepage workwithgrace.com. You can just opt in, get on the mailing list, then you'll see. Yeah.
0: Now, you have a lot of women that see you. Do you have a lot of men that see you as well?
3: Not as many, not as many for sure. I probably say three quarters are women, but there's always men. You know, there's always men in every program I do, even the eating one. Of course, there's men. They're, they're, I I think sometimes of them as brave because they're. It's not it, not as common. Uh, emotional eating is sort of more of an understood, um, like, it, I know people get embarrassed and ashamed about it, but they still feel like it's, uh, they're not alone. Women, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's been a lot around that. So they're willing to show up in a group and, and look, but more men are now too. I think it's actually, that's, something's shifted a little bit around that. So there's more men, even young men that come in and say, yeah, I'm really doing obsessive things with food and eating. You Know they might be super into fitness and but they're feeling like very um, controlled by the whole thing about their gym time and all that. And they and yeah. they kind of feel like it's super brave because they wouldn't have think, thought of themselves, they definitely don't fit in the eating disorders category, you know, but <laughs> right. they kind of know something's off, yeah. So, um
0: uh, I was gonna ask you. Oh, do you work with children at all? Do you ever have any children
3: clients? It's funny you ask that. I haven't worked typically with kids, but every so often, like a mother brought, brings her child, and mm-hmm. I've had this. I have so over the years, I've had kids come in that are like 10 or, um, you know, two but uh, two sisters came in once, and I see them for a little bit, and I often have um one steady young person who's like a teenager like a high school age and often you know the mom it seems like is the one who finds me they know they want to do something a little bit different not just regular old therapy therapy you know like right yeah. doing self-inquiry and looking but I I kind of get a kick out of it because you have to you just have a conversation in a different way but I love kids right but I'm not really out there as like I'm a kid person you know a kid right therapist. right right so yeah. um What do you want to leave with the listeners? Oh, what a good question. I'd say just, you know, um, anybody listening, you know, you know, you are not your stories that you're thinking, especially, you know, stressful, even non-stressful, but you can keep those, those work for you. (laughs) Don't worry about those. But it's like, you know, a dream. So if you're having a lot of stressful thinking, it's just to be aware It's kind of a dream. It's possible. You notice it already drops sometimes and you're not thinking about it. And just so just beware. You are perfect the way you are. You're just perfect the way you are.
0: And remind the listeners how they can get a hold of you.
3: Go to workwithgrace.com or write me at grace at workwithgrace.com. Send me a message and I will get it.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Grace. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, Um, so you're listening to True Health by Kissara on Lift Your Spirits Radio. This is Kassara. and you can reach me at truehealth.com. That's T-R-U health.com. Thank you so much for joining us this month, and we hope to see you again next month, leaving you with more music from my son, musician Dean Foster. Been bringing me down far too much sunshine and not enough clouds. Lately, I'm craving the way that it was when rain meant that troubles had gone. to